Hey Beavis, what's that thing we're supposed to say? Oh, um, hey. I think it's, um, um. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. Bunghole. <laughs> so I had a very interesting weekend. I went to a party with my boyfriend, and I need to tell you about what happened because he and I got picked up by a woman. Oh, no. Okay, so let me just say this is an interesting thing that I've been going through over the past few years. So there was a time in my life when all of my gay friends, I never had any friends that were in the closet. I'm sure that that my generation had some people still in the closet, but for the most part, if people were going to be gay, they were just going to be gay. That was it. You were gay. Um, But I did speak to some of my friends about like them having to come to terms with their sexuality, being in a culture where, you know, the default is heterosexual and they were not, and they kind of had to come to terms with it. And, I, and I've heard these conversations many times with my trans friends and my gay friends and my poly friends, but I never thought about it as a straight, cisgendered woman that I also kind of had to come to terms with my very boring, mainstream heterosexuality. Mm. Because I always felt, I always like felt like I had to apologize for it. I never felt completely comfortable. Like, I'm into monogamy. Fuck you. Like, that's what I'm into. Tough shit. I never felt that way. I felt like I had to be apologetic because I come from a generation where like all of my friends had experiences with other women, like in college, like they all kissed a girl and liked it, mm. you know, and some of them became bisexual. Some of them didn't. Some of them just tried it with like, nah, it's not for me. I never even, as I've told you on the show before, never even, I was never bi-curious. I never tried it. I never kissed a girl. I never got drunk and accidentally kissed her. Nothing. That never happened to me ever in my life ever. I've always been like apologetically heterosexual, but like very heterosexual. And I always felt like I would be with boyfriends who wanted to do a threesome or they wanted to, you know, bring something home or do something different. I always felt bad that I wasn't like that, that I was like kind of boring. And even when I started dating my boyfriend, you know, he'd been all over the world. He dated all kinds of different women and he had lots of friends at all kinds of different sexualities. So I remember apologizing to him and saying like, I'm, I guess my kink is monogamy because the minute we stop being monogamous, I'm no longer interested in you. Like it's over for me. Mm. You know, like I, I'm really into monogamy. That's my thing. So here I am again, you know, again, like getting used to the fact that I'm, I'm heterosexual and I have to be unapologetic for it. And I can't feel bad that I'm boring, <laughs> that I'm like mainstream because I, you know, the rest of my life, I like to be not mainstream at all. But this is something that I'm very, very mainstream. And I, and I don't like this about myself, but it's just it's a truth. So we're at this party and there's a lot of great music playing, but my boyfriend doesn't dance and I didn't really know anybody at the party. So I didn't want to. It's weird dancing with strangers. I tried. I went to the dance floor. I just kind of like danced in a corner by myself. And then I found a group of girls and I was kind of like trying to work my way in. But that's it was so awkward and weird that I thought, you know what? I'm not going to be that weirdo on the dance floor by herself mm-hmm. with nobody to dance. And I don't want to dance with a stranger, COVID, whatever. So I went back to where my boyfriend was where we could still hear the music. Remember when you went to a party when you were a kid and that one lady was on the dance floor dancing by herself? 
Yes. <laughs> and everybody moved away from her because yes. she was that woman dancing by herself. That's you now. That was me. That was me now. Exactly. Like I was that weird woman. And the funniest thing is, um, so you know how much I love that show, The Hype on HBO with Marnie Serafante and um, uh, Cardi B's husband mm. is on it also. And uh, and this other woman. But it's a it's a hip hop fashion show it's a like a project runway but for street streetwear and i only watch it because marnie cinefante is like she's my favorite 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 person on the planet she's a stylist she styles beyonce she styles um rihanna she's she's styled everybody like she's a really famous stylist and i love following her and she's on the show so she's the reason i watch and just recently she's been wearing like all these fake pearls so i was like i'm so down with that so I was on the, I was like that weird old lady. I was on the dance floor wearing all these fake pearls. No, you weren't <laughs> twirling them, were you? Yes, you have to, because they oh. were really long. Yeah. So I was like dancing and dancing with my pearls and by myself. It was so awkward and so weird. So I was like, okay, I'm that person. I'm going to go where my boyfriend is. So I go back over to my boyfriend and he's just sitting, he doesn't dance. Like he's, he was just sitting there having a margarita. And so I was dancing as if I was dancing for him, you know, I was sort of like shaking my butt and I was rubbing up against him and throwing my arms around him. And I was like basically flirting with my boyfriend while I was dancing. But, you know, he's that's my man. Mm -hmm. So there's this woman standing behind me at the bar. Let me describe her to you. She's six feet tall. And I know that because that's what she told me. Mm -hmm. She's six feet tall, pretty thin, very pretty, big eyes, big lips. Not like model pretty, but like one of these girls that just looks, you'd notice her, not just because she's so tall, she's also good, good looking. And she was wearing this very low cut shirt with her boobs like falling out of it. Okay. And she was just getting drunker and drunker. And again, I know this because she told me this mm -hmm. when we finally spoke. So I was dancing and oh, we were the same party. We all knew some of the same people. So obviously, you know, we had people in common. We weren't. We were strangers, but we weren't like complete strangers. We had people in common. Hmm. So I'm dancing with my boyfriend, kind of like gyrating on him. And she makes eye contact with Joe, my boyfriend, and basically mouths the words, I'm taking her. I'm taking her to dance. And she comes over and she introduces herself and tells me who she knows of the party, what she's doing there, how we all know each other. And it's, you know, he, she's like, in our in our close inner circle, mm. she's friends with one of the sisters, so she's she's basically like one one remove. It's like if we're doing um, six degrees of seven bacon, uh, like if we're doing six degrees of Kevin Bacon, she's like two degrees away. So On LinkedIn, she's your second person, right? I don't know okay. what that means, but I'll, I'll say yes to that. <laughs> so. She's like, come on, girl, let's dance. So we st we made a, make our own like little separate dance floor and we start dancing. And then a couple, she calls some other people over. Now we have like a little group of about five or six women dancing near my boyfriend. But she's like really dancing at me. Like I'm just dancing. Mm -hmm. And there were other people there and other people that I knew. And I was kind of like moving and dancing with them. But she's dancing at me and she's leaning in and she's, She's really like coming on to me and talking to me. And I thought there was a moment where I said to myself, I feel like this woman is coming on to me. And I felt like a man at a bar 
when a woman decides, I want you. Mm-hmm. And there, it's a hardcore press. They're up in your business. They're up in your face. Can I get you a drink? You know, she's touching my hair at one point. She's telling me a story, and she's like playing with my hair. I was like, she and was, and she's drunk. On top of that, and she's drunk, and she told me that she was drunk. You know, she let me know that she was so drunk. Like uh, I've been drinking all night, or whatever she said. Um, and she's funny. Like she's telling me some funny stories, and we're laughing. And there were two other girls there, so I was like, well, it's not too awkward. But she was very obviously coming on to me. So I go over to Joe, have a chat with him. I go to the bathroom. I come back and she's coming on to him. Oh no. Yeah. And now I come back and now the three of us are talking and she's got her hands on me and she's leaning in and, and it's all this like stuff. And I'm, it wasn't until afterwards that I was like, is she hitting on us? Like what the hell's going on here? So she goes out for a smoke and I said to Joe, the fuck is going on here? <laughs> we got to leave. <laughs> we got to go out the back door. He said, she's totally coming on to us. Mm-hmm. She's 100% coming on to us. He, he said, I think she's more into you. But if we invited her back, she would probably also let me fuck her as well. But mm-hmm. she, it seems like you're you're her main interest right now. Like you're the one that she's interested in. And I said, but we're straight. We don't swing. We don't have threesomes. Like this is, I said, this is not who we are. I said, this is the conversation I've been having with you lately that like, I would love to be that woman where I'd be like, and we took her home and, you know, we smoked pot and we fucked all night. Now you got to tell me what she wants for breakfast. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, no, we would have kicked her out. (laughs) There's no cuddling with a stranger. No. Once, once it's done, you get your, yeah, okay. you get your listen, I'm the guy, you, you get your clothes on, yeah. you get your clothes on, I'll get you a cab, get you, the fuck. <laughs> I called you an Uber an hour I ago. I called you a curb, you're, you're getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, so I had said to Joe, I'm very flattered, but I'm also not, I don't do women, like I'm not into this. Mm. I was like, are you into this? He's like, no, not at all. So we thought, you know what, if we no, leave. No, I don't like that at all. That's disgusting. A six foot tall hot chick with her boobs hanging out. Well, no, that's gross. I'd rather have you. Well, you know what's interesting is I, I, I asked him to be honest about that. And he said it would make him too nervous and too uncomfortable He to be with a stranger, especially with, he said, no, there's no way. In a million years, he's been he's been in situations before with girlfriends who have brought home another person, and he said he just it's it, it's too nerve wracking and too anxiety provoking for him, and it's not what he's into. Mm-hmm. So just because it's a cliche of two women, it doesn't mean that he's one of those guys. He's he's also not into it. So we were like, okay, so this is going to get super awkward super quickly. And I mean, at this point, like we're 100% sure she's definitely hitting on both of us and she's making it pretty clear that she is very interested. Um, so she goes, I'm going to go out for a smoke. I'll be right back, you guys. You know, so she goes out for a smoke. We wait for her to come back because if we leave while she's out smoking, then we're stuck. Mm-hmm. So wait for her to come back and somebody grabbed her to like tell her something. And I was like, Joe, get your coat. Quick, quick. Go, go, go. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> Run! <Here's our> shot. <laughs> so we grab our stuff we don't even put our coats on it's raining and freezing okay we grab our stuff and just literally ran out of the party 
Like we got out of there so fast and like ran to Lexington Avenue. We ran so fast and Joe was a little drunk. He literally tripped over me and fell <laughs> onto the street. And his glasses went flying onto Lexington Avenue. I had to go like running and retrieving his glasses before the cars came and, and ran them over. Like that's how we didn't just like like say, hey, good night. Thank you. We ran out of there like two scared children. It was so pathetic. <laughs> and um, and we got home and talked about it because it was such a weird. We've been together 13 years. This has never happened. No one's ever, so as far as we know, mm. nobody's ever like made it obvious that they wanted to, to fuck both of us. So there was a side that I was like, I'm a little flattered that we still we still got it. Like, that's cool. We still got it. But like, not something I'm into. And I'm not going to apologize anymore for not having a wider menu of things that I'm into sexually. I'm not into this. And mm. I'm going to be, and I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to wear it. I'm going to embrace it. And say, this is not something I'm into. I respect other people who are into it. If they're, and here's the funny thing. So our friend whose party it was called us the next day just to like, because we, we did the Irish exit to get mm. out of there because we were so scared of her. He's like, oh, what time did you guys leave? Like, are you, is everything okay? Oh, yeah, sorry. You know, we had, we had to get going. Um, he's like, yeah, I saw you talking to this girl. And I said, yeah. He goes, she ended up going home with the guy who, whose party it was, and his wife. <laughs> oh, so she got somebody else. She found another couple, ah. yeah. It was this like, and I saw the guy. It was like some cheesy guy with a ponytail. It was like, if she's mm. going to fuck the ponytail guy, there's no, I was like, we're, we're way cooler than that. Well, you have to do the ponytail guy. I guess. I'm, you yeah. know what? I think ponytail says we, we're swingers. We're, so yeah, I guess bring it on six foot tall lady. Right. So he and his wife did take her home, I found out later on. But I'm kind of flattered that she chose us first. <laughs> well, then she saw a ponytail guy and went, I got to take him. No, but we were the first choice. And after she was rejected by mm -hmm. the end of the night, you know what I mean? Like, what does that say? Lights it's came a, on. A two at 10 is a 10 at two. Yeah. Lights came on, picked somebody. <laughs> yeah. At least she got some. Good for her. Right, I guess so. <laughs> I'm glad she got some, and it wasn't it wasn't my my sum. We now return you to our main studio. I don't like you jerk off face. I don't like you jerk off behavior, and I don't like you jerk off. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. Cover your ears. This is a game show that celebrities hate. A game show that celebrities hate. We're gonna find out who's older. Oh, okay. All right, I'm ready for this one. I will give you two celebrity. You tell me which one is the older celebrity. Okay, I'm ready. I think I, I think I'll do well at this one. I think you will too, but it's fun nonetheless. Olivia Coleman, mm -hmm. Winona Ryder. Okay, so Olivia Coleman is the woman who played Queen Elizabeth in The Crown. Mm-hmm. And she's she's very famous. She's won a bunch of Oscars. She's been around a very long time, but she is younger than Winona Ryder. Very good. She yes. was born in 74. Winona, 71. 60, oh, 71. I thought you were going to say like 68 or something. No, 71. Okay. Olivia. Wow. And that's weird if you think about it because Olivia Coleman always plays really old ladies. So you kind of think of her as being an old lady, but she isn't. Right. And Winona plays... Young Not, hot chicks. Yeah, younger. Yeah. Who's older? Jason Bateman, Colin Farrell. 
Um, probably, let me think a second. I'm going to say Jason Bateman is older than Colin Farrell. Correct. Yes. He was born in 69, Colin born in 76. Wow, that's a big age difference between Yeah, them. I'm not doing the math, so you can figure it out yourself. <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens, Anna Kendrick. Uh, Vanessa Hudgens has to be older than Anna Kendrick. Actually, Anna Kendrick was born in 85. Vanessa was born in 88. You're kidding. Okay, that's only a three-year difference. That's not a big difference. Not a big difference, but still, she's older. Yeah, she's older, yeah. Okay, Will so Arnett, mm-hmm. David, how do you say his last name? Harbor. David Harbor. So David Harbor is the dad from Stranger Things. Right, and Will Arnett is the dad from everything else. And by the way, David Harbor is married to Lily Allen. The singer. Oh, really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Who's older? Yeah. Okay, so who's older, David Harbour or who? Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Will Arnett is, in case you don't know, um, from the Lego movie and Arrested Batman. Development. He's a, he does the Batman voice. He does the Batman voice, Lego. right, for a Lego movie. And um, he is the ex-husband and father of Amy Poehler's children. Oh, so who's yes. older? Uh, so Will Arnett and David Harbour. That's a tough one. <sighs> I really don't know. Um, I'm just going to guess and say Will Arnett is older. Will Arnett is older. He was born in 70. David was born in 75. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought he was older. I would have lost does, that that's, one. That's what I'm saying. He does look older. He does look older. But I thought, you know, he's married to Lily Allen, who's very young. So. All right. Who's older? Celebrity edition. Salma Ooh. Hayek or Jennifer Gardner? Oh, Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek. Yes. She 100%. was born in 66. Yeah. Jennifer born in 72. Yeah. That's a, there's a big different age difference between the two of them. Uh, I don't care. One's almost 60. The other's 50. Danny Trejo, Jeff mm-hmm. Goldblum. Ooh, that one's hard. That's a hard one. Yeah, because Danny Trejo looks 170, <laughs> but Jeff Goldblum could be 170. Looks, looks 270. <laughs> I'm the only reason I'm going to say Jeff Goldblum is older is because he's been at it longer, and he's been. I don't know. Picture both of them in your head, though. Look at their face. Right. Um, I mean, think about who is, because I think Jeff looks good, really good for his age. Danny Trejo, not so much. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I mean, Danny Trejo's old because remember, okay, if you think about it, Danny Trejo was, remember he was a gangster. He was an original gangster in the 20s. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) He was with Pablo Escobar back in the day. (laughs) Um, You know what? I'm going to say, okay, okay, I'm going to change my answer. It's not Jeff Goldblum. I'm going to say definitely Danny Trejo's older because of the reason that he was a main gangster for a long time and i think did time and then became an actor i i think they're not too far in age but i think danny trejo's older danny trejo's wrinkles have wrinkles so he was born in 44 jeff goldblum born in 52 
Okay, so that means Denny Trejo is 78? Yeah. Holy shit. Wow, he looks great. Honestly, he looks great for 78. But he does look 78. If you see some photos of him, he's starting to look. Because he doesn't get, he's not one of these guys that gets Botox. I mean, he he rocks it. (laughs) Of course not. Yeah. He rocks the age. Yeah, that's true. Who's older? Kira Knightley, Kate Hudson. Um, hmm. I'm going with Kate Hudson's older. You are correct. Yeah. Kate was born in 79 and Kira Knightley born in 85. Yeah, I thought she was an 80s baby. Okay, well, oh, this is good. Drew Barrymore, mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez. Uh, I think Drew Barrymore is only a couple of years older than Jennifer Lopez. Not many, but a couple of years older. See, I don't know the answer yet. I have to click on it. I'm thinking Drew is younger than Jennifer. Okay, wait. Let's 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 do the math here for a second. All right. So, um, when Drew Barrymore was like ten years old, she was already famous. She was on ET. And right. Right. ET exactly. ET was like eighty five. Right. So, so that means seventy five. Right. 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 Good. Good point. Good point. So you know what? Hang on. And so J-Lo's 52? 52, 53. Right. Yeah, you know what? I don't think Drew Barrymore is 50 yet. No, I don't either. Yeah, okay. I'm changing my answer again. I'm going to say J-Lo is older than Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore's been around longer, but remember she started when she was a little child, so it feels like she's been around 50 years, but she hasn't. I think J-Lo's older. Right. Drew has lived a lot longer in, in <laughs> That's lifetime. Right. In our heads. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Drew Barrymore, born in 75. J-Lo, 69. Oh, wow. Okay. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. So I was correct with, when I said Drew Barrymore was born in 75 because E.T. 85, she was 10. 75, right, there you go. Right, right. 70, you were right. You are right. That's, that's why we had to figure it out like that. So, oh, wow. So she's like 47. But- j-lo does look better i think i think they both look pretty pretty damn good yeah i mean i i say it like that because i think drew is very hot but no but here's the difference drew barrymore remember she had all those years of drugs and alcohol that really Um, wears there is no botox and no plastic surgery you can get that can undo those years and i think drew has smoked a lot in her life and i don't think j-lo would ever smoke no, J- J-Lo's been very, like, super healthy. J-Lo's never had any stories about her with drugs or alcohol. She's always been a good girl, like, clean. She's a dancer. Dancer, always had a nutritionist, always had, like, somebody caring for her food and her exercise. Yeah, no, that's, she looks amazing for a 53. There's a name for you ladies, but it isn't used in high society, outside of a kennel. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. So I do this television show. I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about this before, but this show, Sunrise in Australia, it's the biggest show in Australia. It's the Good Morning America of Australia. If you're American, you know Good Morning America. If you're Australian, you know Sunrise. Mm -hmm. It's huge. In fact, yesterday when I was being interviewed about Netflix, the blonde movie thing, that whole controversy, Margot Robbie was being interviewed before me. 
And she was like, I told Rami Malek and everybody else to, when we do Sunrise, you've got to be on your best behavior. This is the biggest show in Australia. Start out by saying good day. So she already had everybody. She was like, this is really important, you guys. Um, and they were joking that she was the newest reporter and the newest member of the Sunrise team. Mm-hmm. But that's how important. She wasn't just like a regular. I mean, it's fucking Margot Robbie. You know what I mean? And she's just like, oh, my God, you guys are awesome. So that's huge. Um, so I'm out shopping today. I never go shopping anymore because I shop online. I buy the same things over and over. But I saw this friend of mine the other day and she was wearing these fabulous pants. And I was like, you know, I never do this. But like, where'd you get those pants? She said, Zara men's. They're, they're in the men's department at Zara. How do I get in your pants? <laughs> That's what <laughs> right. you said. I would How do like I get to pants, get in your babe? pants. Yeah. So I felt like an idiot shopping in the men's department at Zara, but I was like, I'm determined. So I found the pants that she was wearing. So I start pulling them off the shelf. And, and Zara, by the way, is nowhere near my apartment. It's at least a 15, 20 minute. Is it only a- men's clothes or do they have women's clothes too? Oh, you don't know Zara? I have no idea what this is. Oh, it's like H&M. They're, wor- they're worldwide. They're all over the world. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah. Okay. So. No, they do men's, women's, men's and women's. I don't know if they do kids. I have no idea. I don't have kids, so I'm not sure. But I know they do men's and women's. And they're kind of well-known because they do a lot of um, whatever the hot trends are. They do like a – so you can afford them. You can buy the trend and you don't have to pay thousands of dollars. You have They have stuff for like 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing too exp- – even the pants I wanted were only $60, which they were really nice pants. So for 60 bucks, I was like, score. So I'm grabbing the pants and I'm I'm in the changing room and it was embarrassing because I grabbed all the men's clothes and I was like, mm. well, I'm not going to go into the men's changing room. So go upstairs to the women's <laughs> changing room. Just because you have the men's pants, you don't have to dress in the men's dressing room. Well, that's what I didn't know. I didn't know if, if the men's dressing room meant that men go in there or people with men's clothes go in there. No, men go in there. They don't want women and men in the same dressing room. Okay, then I did the right thing by going to the women's dressing room. Okay, so I'm in there. I start trying on clothes, and it was raining, so I have an umbrella. My phone died, so I have my phone attached to a Mophie. I have half of it in my pocket. The other half, the Mophie part is in my bag because I didn't didn't have room for both. I'm just, I'm disheveled. I'm wearing not one, but two coats for some reason, Mm -hmm. and I'm just, I'm a mess. I'm an absolute, I'm rained on. And, uh, and I'm trying to juggle all this stuff in the dressing room. And my phone rings. And whenever I see the 6-1 exchange, I know it's Australia. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, bitch is calling me again. So I answer the phone. It's my producer at Sunrise. And she's like, Cooper, did you see about what happened with Angelina Jolie? It's a terrible Australian accent. I apologize. Yeah, not even, yeah, I'm not even going to try. Yeah. Um I said, yes, I did. She said, could you come on and talk about it? I said, absolutely. When do you need me? 20 minutes. I said, well, I don't have any makeup on. I don't, I'm not dressed. I can't go to the Switch studio. That's there um, in New York studio. I said, can we do it via Zoom from my house? Mm-hmm. She said, sure. But can you be there in 20 minutes? I was like, I'm going to try. So I throw all the clothes down. I grab my stuff and somebody had given me a Lululemon. This is so funny. Me, Lululemon. I've never done yoga in my life. Somebody gave me a Lululemon gift card. So this is my moment. I'm like, I'm going to fucking use this shit. I'm going to Lululemon. I'm going to get one of those little pairs of pants. Everyone's running around in the Lululemon logo. You know, be one of those annoying like 
Lululemon moms. Um, I drop the card running out the door because I have two coats. One I one I tie around my waist. Mm. The other I put on. I have a backpack. I have my umbrella. It's raining. No makeup. And I, no makeup. But I start to run home because it's a 20-minute walk. I have to run. Otherwise, I'm not going to make it in time. <laughs> And I drop my Lululemon card, oh, and this no. really snotty, young sales associate dude comes over, and he's like, excuse me, ma'am. And I thought he was going to say, like, did you take any clothes with you? You, mm, I don't know, you can't you talk on the something? phone here. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know what his problem was. He said, you dropped this. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Thank you. And I, I just grab it, and I run out the door. Because I'm on the phone with my producer. She's going through all the, you know, we need you to talk about this. And here's the questions. And she's running it down. You know, I'm like, I, 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 yeah, that's. I need to run now. <laughs> I need to get off the phone and run now. Mm-hmm. So I get off the phone. I realize if I run home, I'm not going to get my home studio ready in time and myself ready in time. So I call my boyfriend and I'm running and talking no, to him. And no. I, I'm walking him through how to put up the green screen, where the ring light is, how to set up the whole thing. Because, you know, I, I have to, I have like a whole production company in my bedroom using a, a series of like chairs and pillows and desks. Mm-hmm. So I'm explaining to him what to move and what to change and what to hide and, you know, how to do it all. And I was like, great, okay, I'm almost home. Can you now read me that Angelina Jolie story? I know it. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on with Angelina Jolie, and you have to tell me. I know what's led up to it, but I don't know the latest. Like, what's the latest wrinkle? So he's reading it to me while I'm running, and it's raining. The humidity is up to, like, because it's raining. It's, you know, it's just like 95%. I'm sweating my ass off. My hair is frizzing out to... I say here, I'm putting my hand really mm. far away from my head. You can imagine. Like, to I, I, Jamaica. Yeah. I mean, I look like Marge Simpson. Like my hair is all over the place. So I come running in. I throw on some pink lipstick. I put on my glasses. I throw on a blazer over like some shitty tank top that I'm wearing. Um, and I try to arrange the lighting so that I don't look too bad because I have no makeup on whatsoever. And... I get on and there's my producer. She's like, oh, Koopa, oh, you made it. I said, yeah, yeah, here I am. Um, She's like, okay, can you? And she starts instructing me what she needs me to do. I was like, how much time I got? She goes, a minute and 10 seconds. (laughs) So I have a minute and 10 seconds to go grab a different table because they wanted my microphone a different way and all this other stuff. And then it was, and then that's it. That They throw it to me. I say hi to Nat and Kashi and then we hit the ground running. And then they just, they ask me one question. I explain what's going on. I explain how the whole thing started. And so I thought I would just fill you in a little bit. Just let's do a quick couples recap, starting with Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Okay, first, let's go back and say, this is what you need to do. You need to buy a small microphone that you can hook up into your phone. So what you should have done was went to the top of some building in New York that has a background of New York and did the Zoom on your phone. That's a really good idea. Your phone has a better camera than you have at home, and you could be outside with New York in the background, and it would look cool. Or just go down to the subway and do it in the subway 
it looks cool. It's too loud down there. The, the, whatever then. Just I see go, saying, Times go Square, stand somewhere. Go to, yeah. go to Times Square, stand with the Times Square in the background, and get a little road mic that you plug into your phone. No, Times Square is too far away. <clears throat> I was right by the Flatiron Building. Fuck I could have just walked. Go near a building in New right. York. <laughs> I could have walked. No, the Flatiron <laughs> Building is iconic. I could have walked right over the Flatiron Building. Stood in front of it so that you can see it's the flat. Stood far enough away that you could see it's the flat iron behind me. You could have done it in the dressing room, actually. So you need to get a little lapel road mic. They're a hundred bucks. You plug them in your phone. That's your background, and it looks better than your house. That's a very good point. That's what I should have done. Yeah, you should always. I am always ready. If I have to voice something, I have two separate microphones with me at all times. Huh? That I can plug in. I have a iPad with me, and mm-hmm. I have my phone. So whichever, which either one I want to use, I can use. Right, right. And they would say, "Let's go to New York." Oh, look, there's Times Square or wherever the hell. Right there's New York. There's the Flatiron, but she's actually in New York, and there's New York. Yeah. Right. Good no point. need that for would've... green screen. You could have done your makeup and you would have been outside where the lighting is always good. If I carry just a little minimum amount of makeup with me, just enough to like fluff a little bit, that could have been, that's all I needed to do. You're right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Zoom would look better on your phone than it does at home. Outdoor lighting is nice. Yes. It's Especially, much better than yeah. your lighting. Especially with... New York behind me. Oh, man. Where, where were you two hours ago? <laughs> See, you should think ahead mm-hmm. for things like this. It's like me with two mics. At any time, can you voice this? Hold on. You'll have it in two minutes. Right. Right. That is what I should have done. And it's funny because she said to me, she's like, can you just go into your car? And I was like, well, I, I don't have a car. I'd have to go get one. I have to go get a car in order to get into my car. But it's like, you want to, you don't want my car to be the background. Like, how much better? I'm standing in New York City. I'm standing in Gramercy Park. It could have been amazing. Ah, oh, I fucked up. I, I have been on the top of your building before yeah. talking on the phone going, look at this. And I take the phone and go around like that because it's a great scene. That's a good point. That could be your background. Right. All the time. You just need a little lapel mic. Instead of buying your stupid men's $60 pants, go buy a road mic, clip it on your thing. Nobody will see it, and it will sound perfect. Okay. That's what I'm going to do for next time. Damn. I'll email. I'm actually going to text my lady and tell her that I have done that. I've upped my game, so now I'm available at any given time. I don't have to run home anymore. And I kept apologizing. I'm really sweaty. And, oh, I looked like shit. I like I took powder. I was putting powder on my face, and it was like not even the right color powder. I had like, I look like an alien. I had like orange, mm-hmm. <laughs> like orange skin. Yeah. It was, yeah, a, it was and a it disaster. It taken two seconds. And you can do it anywhere, anytime. So right, right. figure that out. All right. Well, okay. So let me tell you what I talked about. Let me just give you a little bit of the couples news this week. Two major stories, actually, in the world of celebrity couples. Uh, the first story is the one that I went to talk about on Sunrise with Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. So if you remember, in 2016, one of the things that preceded their divorce was that they were on an airplane together with all of their kids And according to Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt was very drunk 
and mm-hmm. he was being physically aggressive, physically abusive, and pushed her. And to the point where he was, I think he was getting so angry, he had, she had her arms around him to try to stop him, and she ended up getting injured as a result. But what happened was, during the divorce, he said, I'm putting a gag order on that. But she said, no, you're abusive, and actually got the FBI involved. Mm -hmm. The FBI did an investigation of that whole incident on this airplane, I think it's because of the FAA, because if something happens like this on an airplane, then the FBI steps in to investigate. The FBI found that there was no there there. Nothing had happened. And the weird thing was, all the kids were there, and the kids aren't little tiny babies anymore. They're teenagers. So if something's gonna happen, they can express themselves. They could say, yeah, dad was aggressive and did do this, Mm. Or mom made us say that dad do this. He was angry and he was a little in our faces, but he wasn't physical. So we we could know what happened. The kids were there. But what ended up happening was they decided to, the FBI said, "Mm, we're not going to pursue anything here. Angelina was not happy about that. They went along with their divorce and that's it. The divorce was final. Well, I actually have video and audio of the thing you're talking about oh do you uh, on the airplane yes i do so uh this is somebody had a phone and actually recorded it oh really did they yeah the fight it's it's a great fight uh here you go you're ain't as bad as you're cooking sweetheart there's the fight oh yeah that's angelina jolie and brad pitt yep oh wow i don't he He's got a gun. She's got a gun. She, they both have guns? Oh, he threw a, a knife at her and an axe? Yeah, see, that's him talking. And this is not at all from the movie Mr. and Mrs. Smith. This is actually from the airplane. This is the airplane. This is the fight they had in front of their yeah. kids. See, this oh, wow. is what... She has, somehow she's an AK-47 all of a sudden. See, now they blew it up. Oh, and wow, he's... Man, see? So oh, wow. That's it actually did happen. We right. have proof. Yeah, that was not at all from Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Not at all. <laughs> that was definitely the fight from the airplane. So they end up getting divorced. And as far as we know, that's that. So the reason why they're in the news today is because they own a wine company together. They own, actually, not just a wine company. They own this. I think it's called Miraval. It's like this winery in France. Mm. And it's enormous. And it's worth millions of dollars. It's huge. It's You know, they, they never have to do another movie again. Like, just this wine company alone could keep them and their family afloat for the rest of their lives. So the deal they made, the agreement they made when they bought this wine company was that if and when they get, if they get divorced or if they separate or or something happens between them, they will not sell their half of the wine company because they own it 50-50%, 50-50. They will not sell their half of it to a stranger. They'll either offer to sell it back to the other one mm-hmm. or they'll bring in somebody that they both know, like Randy Gerber or somebody that they know that does George alcohol. Clooney. George Clooney. Any Anybody they know that does alcohol, that they trust, mm. that they both like, you know, give a thumbs up to. Angelina did not do that. She sold her half to a stranger. Oh, no. Brad Pitt, in June, sued her for that. She says no such agreement exists. 
He says, uh, yeah, it does. And I have it in writing and you went against the agreement. I'm suing you. Mm-hmm. And, she sa- and so now today she said, I guess they just un- unearthed these documents. She said, yeah, bitch, what gag order? I'm going to tell everybody. And she's saying that on the airplane, he wasn't just a little aggressive. He throttled one of the kids. He threw beer and wine in their faces. She's making it sound like he slapped them around and he was really physically abusive. It wasn't just, it wasn't like he was angry and accidentally like elbowed something, you know, and it fell over. There it is. There's even a soundtrack behind it. Wow. On the air, well, they always have music playing on an airplane. It's it's an airplane. When you fly private. It's an airplane. It's a really big airplane. Looks like a house. Yeah, it's well, they're very when wealthy. Rich. When you're rich, yeah. you can have a big airplane that looks like, like a, a house. house. There's a cool soundtrack behind them, too, so the pilot must be playing that. Oh, and somehow she had a a, a pan as well, a pot and a pan <laughs> on, <laughs> on the, the airplane with her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so anyway, so that that's why it's in the news today is that they are going back to court over this winery, and now she has decided, fuck the gag order. I'm telling everybody... What happened? Mm-hmm. So that's what I went on to talk about. And I guess what's going to what should happen next? What will happen next? They'll probably subpoena the kids and say, well, what happened? You know, the kids are old enough, not the little ones, but the ones that are old enough. Yeah. To, and if they talk. have Netflix, they can show them. Yeah. Right. It's on Netflix right now. <laughs> it's on Netflix right now. That's <laughs> See, that's easy. what you should do on Sunrise in Australia. You should say, I have proof of them fighting. Here you go. Right. I sh- you know what? They were showing the wrong footage. Mm-hmm. They were showing footage of them on the red carpet together with their kids, boarding planes. No, yeah. they should have showed the fight. Well, you know what? Maybe the fight you have is exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's on Netflix, so not many people watch that. Yeah. So the other big couple's news this week is that Tom Brady and Giselle Bundchen have hired divorce lawyers. Mm. So this wasn't just... Now, we had heard that they had split... And people were speculating, well, they had a big fight, one of those knockdown, drag out, really huge fights, but they've been together a long time, since 2009. Yeah, they have here's ki- video they have two- of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were at Angelina Jolie's plane. This is how yeah, they, they fight, was, though. No, they weren't, they weren't there, though. That, that's, not, that's not how their fight went. Their fight was more of a, of a yelling, just like a, an anger. That, you know, it's funny. Giselle has that, like hot brazilian thing but you could see she's not really a yeller she's more passive aggressive you could tell it's like she's just not somebody who I gets bet Tom your... would disagree with that but okay <laughs> <laughs> she's not a yeller okay well she doesn't strike me as one but what oh, okay. do i know so anyway what happened was they had had a fight so he okay so let me take it back a second if you remember he had retired from football Mm. And then he unretired. That was it. That was the bottom line. She had done an interview just recently with Elle magazine and another one with Vogue, where she was basically talking about their relationship. And one of the things she said was, obviously, I have my concerns. This is a very violent sport. And I have my children and I would like him to be more present. I have definitely had those conversations (laughs) with him over and over again. So obviously that's the fight they keep having. Initially, she said, 
I'm happy being your wife and nothing else. I'll model when I can, but I'm going to be a mom. And she says that she created this bubble in Boston to raise the kids where they were protected. They went to school. They had friends. And she was just the doting wife. They made a deal Mm -hmm. that by the time he reached 45, he was going to retire, which he did. Mm -hmm. So she said, I want my husband back. I want my kids to have their father around. And I don't want to keep moving all over the world together, all over the country. I want to settle down. I want to make one place our home. And that's that. And that was the agreement. And he went back on it. That's what happened. And she lost it. Yeah. So the problem was, is he retired and then he was sitting home in his man room Uh and he said, honey, what do you want to do today? Uh, Nothing really. What can we do tomorrow? And I have no plans. Where do you want to eat tonight? Wherever you want to eat. (laughs) And and he said, I I can't, I can't do this. I, I, it's my, I'm staring at the wall. I would rather be playing football. Well, the thing is, it's not like he's doing nothing. You know, he has a health and wellness line that he, that he does nothing for. Well, right. That's true. He does nothing. He does nothing when he plays football. He pl- he plays for an hour a week. That's right. all he does. Right. So th- he he works an hour a week. She can't handle it. And I'm saying now, once they get a divorce, she's going to be worth half of his money. Mm-hmm. So she's that much hotter. <laughs> <laughs> well, but here's the thing. He, he, there's no way he works so little. He doesn't go to practice. He doesn't have to he practice. Doesn't, he hasn't practiced in three years. That was that was part of his, his contract is if you want me to throw a football, because that's all he does, throw a football. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. want me to throw a football, I don't practice. I show yeah, but, up for the game, and then I go home. But the games aren't all in Tampa. The games are all over the place. He has to get on a plane and fly to... He has to, to go on a plane Sunday morning, and he's home Sunday night. One day a week. One day a week, he works. Right. So if you can't handle that, if you're one of those women that... He has to be with me all the time? No. Okay, I think you're missing the point here. I just read it to you, and I think I'll say it again. It's a violent sport, She's worried that he's going to get injured. She's worried. She has she has actually in the past alluded to him coming home with concussions, mm-hmm. but then she walked that back because if it if they find out that he does have a concussion, he can't play. Yeah, but in the past 3 years, if you even breathe on Tom Brady, you get a roughing the passer. Right. So they don't let anything go down anymore. You can't touch him. But you know what? So, okay, it, it is a violent sport. And more than that, that's the agreement they made. He was going to retire. And he hmm. did. She wants him to be around to raise their kids. She doesn't all want him. All the time. Listen, it's it's not like he just oh. shows up on. It's not like he just shows up on a Sunday and that's it. There's there's press conferences. They have to fly at different times. They don't only play on Sundays. They play other nights of the week, too. There's a lot of obligations. So. She doesn't want him to be any part of that, but he, I guess, did not acquiesce. He's an idiot. He should have been like, you're right. No. So remember back during quarantine when it was just you and your boyfriend all the time? Yeah. Now throw 14 kids into that mix and it's you, the 14 kids all the time. 
Okay, they have two children. They have fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> they they have they have two children. They have a son named Benjamin who's twelve and a daughter Vivian who's nine. Um, he also has a fifteen-year-old son with his ex Bridget Monahan, who is with them quite often. By the way, I always see pictures of Giselle Bunchen with Jack and mm-hmm. Vivian and Benjamin. So they all have a relationship. It's kind of nice. She wants to be able to get on a plane and go to Fiji, not have to worry about the fact that he's got to be back by Sunday. You know, okay, she wants to go to Brazil. From January till September, you can do that for nine months out of the year. You don't have to do anything. It's not that. She doesn't want the obligation. She doesn't want to feel... Listen, you understand what an obligation is when it comes to work. You and I used to laugh all the time that we worked... People would be like, you guys must be exhausted. You work four whole hours a day. 15 hours a week. Yeah. And yeah, that's true. We didn't... We didn't... We did not work 12, 15-hour days. That's true. But it was really tiring we had to do a lot of prep. We had to be somewhere. We had other things we had to do aside from just our show. So it becomes an obligation on a regular basis. She didn't want that. She wanted him to be fully retired. That was their plan, and he went against it. So the bottom line is it's going to be a very expensive divorce. For They'll, both. For both of them. They'll file in Florida since that's their permanent residence. They have a $17 million house in Miami that she's probably going to get. His personal net worth used to be 180 million it is now 250 million because just in the last year alone he signed these hyper lucrative endorsement deals with Under Armour, Sam Adams and Tag Heuer, the watch company. Mm-hmm. She is also worth about 200 million dollars because she managed to continue bringing in a salary as a Victoria's Secret model and other modeling here and there and an endorsement here and there. And as somebody who, you know, I, I'm a model watcher, like I check out what they're up to. I see her every once in a while, like in a Louis Vuitton ad or something like that. She's getting paid millions for that. So I'm I'm aware that she's still working, you know. Um, but the bottom line is, you know, this is, the, it doesn't matter if it's a wealthy couple. They made a deal. They made a deal and he went back on it. Mm-hmm. She's sick of his shit. She's sick of it. I'm sick of her. I'm sick of both of their shits. How about that? Whiners. So the I'm big, sick of both of them. So, they so still the, have a The big question I have million. for you. The big question I have for you. How soon before she's dating Pete Davidson? <laughs> <laughs> He's in Tampa right now. <laughs> He's using that Taco Bell money that he's getting right now. He is right. on a plane and he's down there. He's just he doesn't want to marry it. He wants to hit it. Yeah, he flew coach down to Tampa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody wants him now because he's not on Saturday Night Live. So right. It's true. But he has the BDE and also, you know, here's the other thing. I think that he will be a better Tom Brady will be a better co-parent than Kanye was. Mm, yeah, because Kanye doesn't work any days a week. So <laughs> Tom at least works one. Yeah, so I think Pete and Giselle are going to have an easy... I, I'm very happy for Pete and Giselle who aren't even together yet, but I, but <laughs> but you know, by the end of this sentence, they will be. You're calling it now. Usually one must go to a bowling alley to meet a woman of your stature. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. I was watching the show yesterday and it was talking about a house that was built in the 1900s mm-hmm. so they're showing this house and it's still it's in key west 
still there. Wow. After all those hurricanes? After all the hurricanes, it's still exactly the way it was in 1900. Wow. Amazing. So that's 122 years that house has been standing. Mm-hmm. Okay. My house, now it's five years old and I've had to redo the bathroom all, already. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't make houses now anywhere near the way they used to back in the day. Right. It's true. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like clothing. You know, they want to make clothing that'll fall apart. So you got to go buy more. It's the H&M of the world. Exactly. It, it's the shit clothes. The minute you put the shirt on, it rips and you throw it away. Right. So it's the same thing with a house. And I go, how can they build a house that has lasted 100 years and mine can't even last five? Right. What did they build it with? Get, get that stuff. Build houses with it's that. It's called wood. But <laughs> <laughs> the wood back then was more better than the wood is now. So here's some reasons why houses today suck compared to <laughs> houses of back then okay number one is open floor plans now floor plans were built for a reason to have many rooms they held up the roof right <laughs> they blocked fires from the kitchen going through the whole house but now oh. you have everything open the roof caves in the floor caves in when there's a fire forget about it that's a really good point, right? Because there were walls, and also the, the walls were, every wall was, was up, so it was something that was helping the roof stay up and helping the house be more stable. That's very interesting. Yeah, HGTV ruined houses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll knock out this wall and that wall and those walls, and yeah, we'll just have one, falls in. one big room. Ductwork now is in the floor instead of the walls and the ceiling, so where they run your AC and things like that, are now in the floors. Oh. So you can't, when you put furniture down, you have to do it a certain way. Pets pee on them, and oh. it's, they're on the ground. Remember, they used to be on the walls in the ceiling. Interesting. Okay. Kids drop things down it. It's just a cost-cutting thing they've done in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big, huge, built-in garden tubs. I've always had a problem with this. Okay. They never get used. Right, you're right. And like they used to have those tubs with the little feet, like a little standalone tub mm-hmm. that couldn't leak because it was just this standalone. It was, like, it was like a big, giant water basin. Like you, you just like the way you bathe a baby. Right. So now they're so big that the yeah. water gets cold the minute you get in it because there's so much water. And then it just... It just destroys the floor because it's so heavy. Right. Oh, that's a good point. Once you put all that water in there. And when's the last time you took a bath? I I bathe all the time. I'm one of the few no, people who like, shower, I come home. But you don't bathe. No, no. I bathe because um, somebody got me all of this like lavender, these lavender salt things. And oh my God, mm. they're amazing. You put them in, they explode. I love them. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get enough of them. But you have a regular size tub. You don't have these huge with jets garden tub. No, my mine's tiny. Uh, my boyfriend can't fit in it. If he wants to take a tub, he can't. Unlike older houses, new houses have zero overhangs. What do you so mean like an overhang? water damage, overhang? like gutters and overhangs for the ceiling or the uh, the roof. Okay. So when water when when it storms, the water goes elsewhere now they don't have that 
Oh, so it leaks inside the walls, and that's what destroys the house. Got it, got it, right, and rots it. Too many peaks on the roof. People want a Disney castle. They don't shed snow well. They leak. It's too much to heat. Right. Yeah, because the houses are much, even a small, even if you have a tiny house, heat's expensive. And now you got to have a tiny house now. A tiny house now is not is not the same size as a tiny house back then. Hollow interior doors. That's the thing that drives me crazy. When you see houses back in the day, the doors were heavy, solid wood. Now they're shit. Yeah, that's why you hear things because they're they're not sound deadening they're just just go buy better doors and no one's stopping you from taking the shitty doors off the hinges and buying better ones that's a pain in the ass though because i have 14 doors well just pick ones you like the best like your bedroom door and maybe you know one other (laughs) it's a pain in the ass and now a lot of things get built in a workshop and then taken to the job site Oh, yeah, the prefab houses. We see them all the time. Like, we're going down the highway, and there's always, like, one of those oversized trailers. It says, oversized load. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm not. Oh, you. Okay. <laughs> I take it personally. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> right. No, they saw you in the back. Right. And they're, But they're instead, they're carrying half the house down the street. I see that. Yeah. So, instead of building the wall on site, they build it somewhere else, and they bring the wall to the job site. Right. So the problem is, is they don't fit right because they build them in a, in a, a workshop. I see. So what they're doing now is just putting tape over the gap, painting over it and calling it done. Gotcha. So that's why houses today suck. Houses back then more better. That's why I live in an apartment. Stop making fun of me.